Hello and welcome once again to the Perimeter Church Podcast. It is said that Psalm 24 was used when the Ark of the Covenant was brought into Jerusalem by David. The city celebrated the arrival of the presence of God and lifted up its gates that the King of Glory could come in. Can we bring God's presence back to our cities today? Ronnie Madrid, pastor of Vida Real Church in Guatemala City, Guatemala, brings us this message entitled, God is at Work in the City, which covers Psalm 24, verses 1 through 9. Thank you for joining us today. Now it gives me great pleasure to introduce our speaker this morning, uh, Pastor Ronnie Madrid. Would you please come up? It's a privilege for me to be here in this spotlight Weekend and Spotlight is this week when the leadership of the church allow us to expose our hearts to what God is doing around the world. And today I want to, to, try, to make an invitation for you. And I want to invite you to open the doors of your city or maybe the doors of another city for the Lord can, can come in. So I want to tell you a little concern this morning, not because the crowd, because it could be intimidated, not because my English, because I I have been told that I have a strong accent, and I think that's good, you know, strong. (laughs) But but my biggest concern is the Presbyterian doctrine, you know. I don't want to mess with it. So... but the only thing I know is that I was predestined to be here, so that <laughs> makes me feel comfortable. <laughs> so today I want to talk about God is at work in the city and how we, you and me, can open the gates of our cities, not only our cities, our families, our companies, for the Lord. And this message is based in Psalms 24. That is a song. And I'm going to start with the chorus of the song. That Psalms 24, 7 and 2, 9 says, Lift up your heads, O you gates. Be lift up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory will come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. And then the chorus goes again and says, lift up your heads, O gates, O you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors. What is that the king of glory may come in? Who is this king? Is the king of glory, the Lord Almighty. He is the king of glory. So this song is a worship song that is inviting the doors to get bigger, to lift up the thresholds of the doors. Like, it's an invitation for the Lord to come. And if He is the King of glory, He needs a nice and bigger door. So the Scripture is inviting us to think, is the doors, or are the doors of my city, of my family, of my company big enough? So he could feel welcome to come in. So there are four things that this passage teaches us so we could open the gates of our cities for the Lord. So number one is 
I see myself as part of the welcoming committee for the Lord. The first thing we have to know is that the Lord wants to come where he feels welcome. So you and me are the welcoming committee for the Lord to come. So if we want the Lord to come to Atlanta, to Guatemala, for, to your company, to your family, you have to invite him and not just let him know, do something that could make him feel welcome to your place. Like when we go to a, to a sports game. In last October, we were here and we got the opportunity to go to a Braves game. They play against the Dodgers. It was a series and the night before they lose against the Dodgers. And now it was like the, the people who show up to the stadium said, okay, we have to cheer these guys. You know what? That day we were amazed of, of hearing that crowd. We have seen it in a soccer game, but not in a baseball game. <laughs> we were like, wow, this people is alive, you know? And if you're thinking that we got cheap tickets, it's not the, the case. We went in a place where we could see all the stadium, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> we got the last row. So <laughs> that one. So, uh, But you know what? The Lord told me, Ronnie, I like that. I, I like to play local, you know? Because you remember that in Matthew 13, 57, says that Jesus, in his own town, he couldn't or he didn't did a lot of miracles because they, the people, they don't believe in him. So it's not that the Lord can't do things, But he doesn't like the things when he is not welcome. So in his own town, people were watching him with, with doubt. So he couldn't or he didn't want to do great miracles. So the question is, how is the Lord working in our city, in our family, in our company? Is he being welcome? You know that that's why that is the reason why we worship. That's the reason why we pray. Because I have been struggling with this thought. Okay, the Bible says that the, Lord's, the Lord already knows all my needs. So if he knows, why don't he come and help me, you know? But the, the Bible says, pray, pray, pray without ceasing. And, and I didn't understand this point until I realized he likes to play local. He likes when we invite him. And that's the reason we pray. That's the reason we worship. Because we open the gates. So I want to suggest to you, next time you pray, invite him. Say, Lord, I open the doors of my company. Please come in. Lord, these are the doors of my family. Come, please. So for instance, just imagine that you own a house and you rent that house to me. We have a contract. And then I have a problem there with the, with the sewage system. So I have to invite you to come. It's your house, but it's under my administration, and I have to invite you to come. That's the, the earth is the Lord's, says the Bible. We will read it in a moment. But we have to invite him. So 
I suggest to you, I am doing this, inviting the Lord to come to my neighborhood, inviting him to come to my church, the church I lead, inviting him to come to, to my city. I do prayer walking in the morning, and I go and say, Lord, come. As your will is done in heaven, please come to my neighborhood. Stop violence because we live in a violent country. Stop corruption. Stop. I invite him to come. And then the Lord starts coming. My, my question is, have you invited the Lord? Are the doors of your family, of your economy, of your finances big enough that he wants to come? We have to invite the Lord and say, Lord, see the way I'm raising my children. Do you like it? Do I need to have some changes done? Uh, see the way I'm working in my company. Do I need some, uh, to change something? And the most amazing, amazing things will happen. You know, the better ideas that I have thought are during my time of prayer, when I invite him to come. Like, our church is called Vidaral, but like uh, two years ago, I was praying and I felt like the Lord told me, why don't you, do, don't you change the name of the church and you name it VidaReal.tv? Because we air our service via the internet and we are a multi-site church and we air the, the message for other sites. So including .tv includes the vision of our church in the name. But four years ago, we tried to buy that dominion in the internet. And a guy already had it. And he was asking $3,000 only for the name. So we decided not to go that way and try to work with VidaReal.com and VidaReal.org. But in this moment, the Lord says, Ronnie, why don't you, you change the name of the church? And I said, Lord, but it's $3,000. It's a lot of money. And he didn't say anything more. So I said, okay, we have to buy it. And I'm talking not here in my ears, but in the heart. You have to learn to listen to your father in the heart because he is a spirit. He will talk to your spirit. So at noon, I was driving, and I remembered the thing. And I called our IT department guy and said, so-and-so happened. Can you see if this guy could make us, uh, we can deal with him, maybe 2,000 or 1,500? So he said, okay. Let me see, Pastor. Uh, and you know what? I can do it right now. He goes, seeks the internet to watch this dominion. And the next thing he says is, Pastor, you know what? What? It's free. We can buy it right now for $35. We bought that dominion. You know what? That's pray. You, you, the Lord can give you a, a, an idea of $3,000. <laughs> but... Invite him. Invite him. So, talking about inviting the Lord, I want to thank Perimeter Church and the leadership because they have helped us to, to dare to do amazing things. We have this relationship with you for several years, and uh, you have treated us as equals, not as uh, poor people of a development country, but you have treated us with dignity. And that's valuable for us. And that has helped us to raise up our vision. I remember when I started relating with the global outreach department here at Perimeter, 
that they had the vision and they told us, we want you to become world-class citizens. That means we want you to think in all the world, not only in your tiny little country, but you have a word to share for the world. And that helped us a lot. So we have done crazy things. We have done, uh, we have dared to do things like uh, doing a campaign for all of our city. Four years ago, a friend of our congregation that works in advertisement came and said, Ronnie, why don't we do a campaign for all the city? The subject was forgiveness. And he had friends in the media, TV, radio, billboards, newspapers, and we went with all those owners to ask free publicity, free advertisement for this campaign. That was, it only said, forgive, forgive, this is good for your heart, forgive. You know what? After the campaign ended, we make numbers and we understood that they have given us $4 million worth of advertisement telling all Guatemala City and all the country, forgive. Then, two years ago, he came again and said, do you dare to do another campaign? Let's, let's do it. And what will be our subject? And the Lord put in our hearts to do a campaign against poverty, inviting the Guatemalans that have some resources to help the Guatemalans that don't have. And uh, we came with the with the advertisement, and we invite churches to join and to do six weeks series on generosity, helping others. And uh, again, perimeter show up, guided by the Lord. On December, Dave Bolster came to Guatemala and told me, Ronnie, with Kingdom Investments, we want to make a donation. It's a matching fund of $20,000 to build houses for poor people here in Guatemala. Only if you put another 20,000. You know what, I was thinking and inviting our congregation to go and give to the poor. But that moment inspired us to say, okay, why if we invite our congregation to build houses? We made contact with an organization called A Roof for My Country. They built, with volunteers, a tiny house for $1,500. So I challenge the congregation, why if every family here builds a house for a needy, needy people? So we start preaching for six weeks, and the day came. Let me tell you that I was thinking, maybe we can raise enough money to build 60 houses. Because with the Gifford Perimeter, then we put another 20,000, and maybe there's enough people to build up to 60 houses. The Lord touched the heart of the people, and we saw people bringing their savings, not rich people. I was expecting the rich people to be, bring big money, you know, but didn't happen. They was just looking, oh, yes, Ronnie, I'm thinking, I'm praying. Okay, keep on praying. You know what? The middle class bring their savings. There's a girl in, in our culture celebrating 15 years is a big thing. They do a great celebrations. And this girl came to her, her father and said, Daddy, instead of our celebration, I want to donate two houses. The, the guy is not a believer. And he starts talking to his, her, her, his daughter. 
Are you crazy? Then you know the pastors will steal your money. That's not true. And almost he loses his faith, her faith. And then she came, talked to one of us. We explained that the money was directly to, to, given to this organization. At the end, let me tell you, that we raised enough money to build 310 houses all over Guatemala. We were surprised. What happened there? The Lord showed up. We invite the Lord to come in. And that's my objective this morning, to invite you. Why, what could happen if you put all the, your knowledge, your influence, your resources in the hands of the Lord and say, say Lord, do you want to come into my city? Do you want me to help you to go to another city around the world? Do you want to come to my family? Oh, Lord, here's a door wide open so you can come in. Another funny thing the Lord allow us to do is that last December, we decided to celebrate our Christmas party. We have a ministry, a men's ministry called 300. Tough guys go with bikes and, and leather jackets. So we decided to make a Christmas celebration for that ministry in Hard Rock Cafe, Guatemala. They just opened there, and we went, and the Lord allowed us to do it. Let's see some video of this. Here we are in Hard Rock Cafe, Guatemala. We did two events, one on Monday, one on Tuesday. We had at least 500 men there, and there we are preaching in Hard Rock Cafe. We have people that came from El Salvador, the play was closed. They said they have a private event, but non-believers saying, but I want to get in. Let me in. So we allowed them to come. They were crying. They were touched by the Lord. The manager, the waiters, they, after the event, they were asking us, where's the church? You know what? I think I'm needing some, uh, some from the Lord. Can I go to the earth church? The Lord allow us to open the doors of Hard Rock Cafe and preach there. After we closed the deal with the manager, he told us, let me tell you that you are the first one all over the world to preach in a Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> so the point here is, you have a sphere of influence. What could happen if you opened the doors of your influence to let the Lord come in? God could do amazing things in Atlanta and all over the world through you. The second thing is not only I see myself as part of the welcoming committee, but number two, I act knowing that he is the owner of my town. If you're going to do something uh, for the Lord, you need to know that He is the owner of Atlanta. He is the owner of Guatemala. He is the owner of all the, the places in the earth. Psalms 24, 1 and 2 say, says, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For He founded it upon the seas and establish it upon the waters. So when you take risks for the Lord, you have to 
do it knowing that he is the owner. There in Guatemala, we have had to make a lot of risks because we don't have an option, you know? <laughs> I know you don't like risk. Like for instance, for being here, we have been like for nine rehearsals, you know? Every song, every, you know what? The, the notes for my ser sermon, I was asked for them in October, you know? And I was late, I sent them in December, you know? And, and they were like upset with me. <laughs> but, and, and we admire that from your culture. We, we need to learn that. But also, I want to invite you to take some risk <laughs> for the Lord. <laughs> because, and, and let, me, let me tell you how it works. You go in prayer and you ask, Lord, what risk you want me to take? That's, that's the thing. It's not risk by the risk. It's, Lord, is there a closed door that you want me to open? And when the Lord says, go for it, wow, you start watching the Lord work in mighty ways. Like, as David told you, we are a multi-site church, and we have been growing by the mercy of the Lord, and uh, every site is a miracle. We transmit from one point via satellite to the other points, and three years ago, a pastor told me, Ronnie, we need to open a site in Antigua, Guatemala. Antigua is a nice place where, where the rich people have nice houses. It's an old town and it's very beautiful. A lot of people come. And I have this testimony in a video so you can rejoice knowing that the Lord owns Antigua, Guatemala. The Lord owns Guatemala. The, Lord's, the Lord owns Atlanta. The Lord owns every city in the world. Let's see. Located 25 miles away from the capital city, Antigua, Guatemala is visited by thousands of national and international tourists every year. A few years ago, VidaReal.tv Church planted a new congregation at Hotel Casa Santo Domingo, the most prominent and prestigious hotel in Antigua. But the way this became a reality is truly a miracle from the Lord. When we were searching for a venue to begin worship services in Antigua, God placed on our hearts the Casa Santo Domingo Hotel. It had enough parking spaces and large enough meeting rooms that would be perfect for us to use. We made contact with a hotel owner, his name is Diego, and tried to begin negotiations. However, we never received a positive answer from him. Time passed and the deadline to make a definitive announcement to the congregation was near. On Tuesday night, the pastor, Antulio Castillo, asked God, Tell me, are we going to be meeting at Casa Santo Domingo Hotel? Yes or no? Immediately the Lord took him to a passage in Ezekiel 46.1 that says, The gate of the inner court facing east will be closed six working days, but on the Sabbath day it will be opened. Antulio felt that he had received a positive confirmation from the Lord. On Wednesday, Ronnie called Antulio and asked, Do we have a positive answer yet? And Antulio replied, from the ones down here, no. But the one up there, yes. And he read the Bible verse to Ronnie. However, the days of that week went by. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And there was no answer from the hotel management. Friday at 6.30 p.m., Antulio called Ronnie. He was confused because the promise wasn't fulfilled. And next Sunday, he had to announce the venue for the new church. In a moment of faith, Ronnie told him, God said that the door will be opened on Saturday. And right now, the Jewish Sabbath is beginning. Boldly, 
we decided to call the owner of the hotel outside of business hours and make one last try. Surprisingly, he took our call and we explained to him our urgency. He responded that they hadn't made a decision yet because the hotel is of a high class and they feared that having a church service there could hurt their business. At that moment, Antolio's heart was filled with faith and he told him, Diego, I know you will think that I'm crazy, but I want to read to you a biblical promise that God gave to me. And he read Ezekiel 46.1. Diego was silent for a while and then answered, I'm sure you got goosebumps because I just got goosebumps. Let me make a few calls and I will give, call you back. Ten minutes later, he called back saying, Antulio, let's give it a try from now until December. What happened? And why do we believe this was a miracle? It so happens that the area of the hotel that we wanted to rent was called Inner Court Convention Center. And the address of the hotel is 3rd Street East. That is exactly how God's Word described it. The gate of the inner court facing east will be closed six working days. But on the Sabbath day, it will be opened. And when December came, Diego contacted us and said, You came requesting to stay. And now we are the ones asking you to please stay. You have seen God's blessing on our business at our hotel ever since you came. This is a testimony to the glory of God and that He is the owner of Antigua, Guatemala and the whole world. Truly, God is the owner of our town. And you know what? This is exciting to see the Lord intervene when you don't have an answer and hearing Him speak. Then... uh, A third point this morning, to open the doors of my city, family, or company to the Lord, I have to live according to his values. The verse 3 and 4 says, Who may ascend to the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and pure heart. He does not leave his soul to an idol or swear by what is false. If we are going to open the gates of our family, business, city to the Lord, we have to be living according to His values. Because if we are going to represent the Lord, we have to to live for Him. And that's holiness. When we, by love, not by fear, start cleaning our lives and saying, Lord, do my life please you? Is there anything I can or have to correct in my being to your, my lifestyle. It's according to your will. When you start living to please Him and living His values, He's pleased and He's happy and He makes a partnership with us to do great things. That says Psalms 24, 3 and 4. And then number 4. When I open the gates of my city for the Lord, I can expect God to move in great and mighty ways. I can expect God to move in great and mighty ways. So Psalms 24, 5 and 6 says, He will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek Him who seek your face, 
O God of Jacob. You know what? Living the Christian life this way, it's, it's amazing. It's exciting because you see the Lord working towards you, for you, and it's not a boring Christian life. It's, some, it's an exciting Christian life. And let me share to you that 11 days ago, my father, that was a pastor, passed away. He was called to the presence of the Lord. It was uh, immediately, it was very quickly, he had a heart attack. And uh, on Friday, we were putting his body at the ground. But being in that moment, I was so inspired because he was a man that served the Lord. He died doing what he loved to do, was preaching. He died on Wednesday, and on Tuesday, he had come from Nicaragua preaching in a church there. So if you ask me, Ronnie, why is it that you are a pastor? You know what it is? That my father was in love with the Lord and with his church. And I grew up in a pastoral home where my father and my mother loved the Lord and loved the church. And they share with us testimonies of what the Lord was doing with them. So when the time came to decide what I was going to do with my life, I had no choice. I want to serve the Lord. I, I, I'm in love with the Lord. And that's what Psalms 24, 5 says. He will receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God, his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face. Oh, God of Jacob. You know, it was neat to watch three children he had and all three serving the Lord. And then grandchildren, the oldest one sharing about their love of the Lord. So when my father was being bored, we watched his generation in love with the Lord. And I don't think another thing better than dying, knowing that you have given all for your Lord. So this morning, I want to invite you. Do you have some influence? Do you have some affluence? Do you have some knowledge that you could put in the hands of the Lord and say, Lord, I want to open the gates of my city. Or maybe you love another city. Maybe in the city you went, you, you, you left your heart there and you can say, Lord, I want to help that city to open the gates so that you can come in. Or maybe it's in your company. Or maybe it's in your, your hobby. Maybe you're a biker. Maybe you're, you are like sports. And you could say, Lord, I will take a risk. I will open a big door so you can come in to my place. So why don't we stand up? Let me lead you in a short prayer. And then we are going to share a song that is from the Lord for you. And if you want, you can say, Lord, here's my life. Here's my life. Here are my resources. Here's my knowledge. Here's my influence. Use it, Lord. Come in to my sphere of influence. I want to be part of what you want to do to make a way for the Lord.
you've been listening to the Perimeter Church Podcast. Perimeter Church is located at the corner of Highway 141 and Old Alabama Road in Johns Creek, Georgia. Please visit our website at www.perimeter.org for more information, to give us your feedback, and find other messages from our teaching team. Thanks for making this podcast a part of your day.